no offense, you can be a lesbian and still suck dick. That's awesome. But like, Damn. you know what I'm saying? Put that shit on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, and welcome back to another ep of Queer York City. Queer York City, not your mother's New York City. Unless your mom is Jane Lynch, then I want to bone her. This episode is all about BDSM and queer culture. Uh, just kidding. It's about books. We know, we know. It seems very boring compared to our first two episodes, but honestly, this is our gayest episode yet. So strap on your strap-ons and get ready to hear about our journey to the history Archives. What are the history Archives? So the Lesbian History Archives is a New York City-based archive, community center, and museum dedicated to preserving lesbian history. It's a gay Smithsonian, people. I cannot emphasize enough. The History Archives is like national treasure, except this time it's a remake with Portia de Rossi, and instead of stealing the Declaration of Independence, she's just stealing a bunch of feminist zines filled with prose about finger-banging. Hook, line, sinker, people. You're obviously in. Let's do this! Then, but now I'm, I'm like in this weird like leash thing. <laughs> I'm wearing headphones. Hold, but no, it's fine. I'm always wearing headphones. But I now just I have okay. While well, I'm on this weird leash, so basically we're gonna walk into the history archives. We both have never been there before. Nope. I'm imagining it looks like the brownstone in the last scene of Gossip Girl. Where Blake Lively and (laughs) (laughs) Sean, whatever his name is, get married. So you were an avid fan till the last season. But that mixed with in Harry Potter in the Half-Blood Prince when they're all like running through those halls and then like, (laughs) and then like they know that Voldemort's there. But like literally, I think that's the one where like Ginny like turns into a badass, but then uh, his uncle dies. Okay. (laughs) What do you Interesting. think it's going to look like? I definitely agree. Brownstone. Done. Flat. We're looking at the block. It's all brownstone. So that's a given. I was just more assuming like it's like super old. Like I don't – I really hate that this is coming out of my mouth but not Do like it. the Anne Frank annex. No. Nope. But, like, <laughs> but, very, but very narrow. Worse than mine. <laughs> I was like there's no way you could be worse than mine. Very narrow, like narrower than Anne Frank's. No, Anne. not as narrow, but I'm talking about the aged, You're right. um, slim effect. Hi, how are you? Good. Are you just here for a tour? Are you expecting oh, people? Uh, a um, we actually are recording a podcast right now. We were wondering if that was okay. To uh, I'm not that. sure it is. It isn't. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure, but you probably shouldn't be recording now until we figure out if you're okay. Let me first say, Morgan, you're a bad motherfucking bitch. We came in, guns a-blazing, mic in your face, ready to record, and you shot us down, Morgan. I would like to point out Morgan was wearing a white button-down shirt with, like, little ditzy flowers all over it. Except they weren't flowers, they were skulls. They were 
fucking skull and crossbones. I mean, let's just say Morgan is the ruby rose of old dykes, and I'm here for it. Yeah, except she definitely took some loosening up. Well, I mean, we did loosen her up. We did. With probably the gayest topic of discussion we could think of. Okay. Yeah. Is Cabaret your favorite musical? Probably. Really? It's one of my favorites. Did you see? Boom, we in. And this interview gets hot and heavy. I'm Morgan Gwenwald, and I'm an archivette here at the Lesbian History Archives. Okay, so down here on the first floor is more of like the generalized collection and then upstairs is this special collection um there there are special collections up there we try to have at least one box of multi-box collections on site there's all sorts of people that have one or two boxes up up there in the many closets on that floor uh, i'm just wondering what your fave i don't know archive or what your favorite thing in this place is well I'm really fond of the Radcliffe Hall letter. This was a letter that Radcliffe Hall, who wrote The Well of Loneliness... Uh. All right, listeners, whenever you hear a gay sex noise, it means that we're going to hit you with some footnotes. Oh, yeah. So what is The Well of Loneliness? It follows the life of Stephen Gordon, an English woman from the upper-class family whose homosexuality is apparent from an early age. She finds love with Mary Lou Ellen, whom she meets while serving as an ambulance driver in World War I. She basically addresses ten questions that are essentially, if you were doing an interview with her, things you probably would have asked her. Why did you write the well? What you know? What was it like? Those kinds of questions. And she just typed out this, I think, five-page letter front and back. Everything on these shelves here has stories, you know. And and very often people bring their treasures, or their partner died, and they bring a treasure about her in and to live here. Have you personally donated anything? Uh, A lot of my photographs. I'm a photographer. Yeah, and I took a sabbatical a year or two ago and scanned about a thousand of my images, basically just ones of the archives, because I've been photographing the archives as long as I've been here. Plus gay pride marches, and I worked at the center. I was the first social worker at SAGE, so I have some of those kinds of pictures. Oh, yeah. SAGE is Advocacy and Services for LGBT Elders. It stands for Senior Action in a Gay Environment. Lesbian Avengers. Did a lot of lesbian Avengers. The Lesbian Avengers were a direct action group focused on issues to lesbian survival and visibility. Um, is there any last thing you want to say? Well, really glad you stopped in today. Come back and poke around. With thank you. Me. Thank you for Can we just say Morgan answered the door? And, yeah. uh, she was like, you need to, <laughs> you have a microphone. I don't know if you, so thank you for letting us do this. My girlfriend's calling. I think I need to do it. Yeah, Sorry. Go. go you okay. good? Have, have a great time. Thank you. Morgan, you're my bitch. You have my tiny, tiny dyke heart. Very important side note. Morgan had to cut our interview short because she got a call from her girlfriend who at that night was meeting her parents for the first time and they were going to see the Book of Mormon. Hello, my name is Elder Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> 
Also, I just want to say, though, the reason that they picked, this is full circle, my friends, why we talked about Cabaret. Morgan picked Book of Mormon because she thought it was going to be the closest thing to Cabaret on Broadway right now. Um, Oh, Morgan. Not have a heart to tell her. (sighs) They broken up by now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) After this, we wandered around the archives for a while. And let me tell you, we were nervous as fuck. Everyone looked very important. We didn't want to touch anything. And also we were walking around with a giant penis. A mic. It, it was a mic. But damn, we were so thankful when we met. Well, we'll just let them introduce themselves. My name is Rebecca Ritz. Um, I'm the Youth Services Program Assistant at the Pride Center of Staten Island. Can we just ask what you're doing here today in the Herstory Archives? So, um, to be honest, I'm a little selfish. I've always wanted to go to the Lesbian Herstory Archives ever since I've heard of it. I follow them on Instagram. Oh, God. I was like, you know, I want to go, but I wonder if my participants like to go and learn more about lesbian history. So I asked around and they were like, yeah. And then we traveled away from Staten Island to come here. Yo, the Pride Center of Staten Island can get it. Step up your game, Manhattan. They were just like the sweetest group and we were just sitting in a circle on the floor and it was just like a gay sound of music. Doe a dyke, a female dyke. After Rebecca, we talked to Chris, who was the light of my life. Hi, y'all. So I'm Chris. I'm also a drag queen. So when I'm in drag, I go by Selena. Yes. So pronouns he, she, or they. Can I, have I ever told you what I would want my drag name to be? Let's hear it. Abortion Clinique. What? (laughs) So is that like a train or is it like a, what? I'm from Iowa. That is a whole boat, two trains, and a a walk across the park. We are the only Pride Center on Staten Island. Legit, that's it. So I've been going there for like almost four years at this point. So I was. And how old are you? A woman does not reveal her age. No, I'm kidding. I'm 19. I'm 19 years old. 19, okay. Yeah. We talked to sweet, sweet Jessica. Hey, my name is Jessica. Um, My favorite thing about the archive is that Wonder Woman, I'm not sure she's a lesbian or not, but a lot of people say she's a lesbian. Well, because she's strong and powerful, you know what I'm saying? Next was Casey, who is honestly royalty in my eyes. Casey, please tell us what was your favorite thing that you saw today here so upstairs the first thing it's with uh pins and a mirror the first thing i saw was a fucking big dildo i loved it it was great and um they have a big leather jacket and back then motorcycle lesbians were like a thing and they're so cool to see in history so that was really uh really nice to know and i do not identify as a lesbian but coming here it's very uh very awesome to see all of this stuff Lastly, Rebecca told us their favorite parts of the archives and brought the motherfucking house down. Okay, so people mentioned the pins. Love the pins. Um, I just pulled up the picture I took because there's a fan that says, keep cool and be gay, which I identify with completely. I'm always hot. Um, (laughs) I'm a big girl, so anyone that cannot see me, uh, very warm as a big girl. Um, So (laughs) I really like the pins, though. I collect a lot of pins. Um, so I thought that was super cool. I looked at the zines. I'm a zine fanatic. Any final thoughts? Yes. Do any of you have any final thoughts? I really do appreciate that there is a place like this. Just gay people in general need to be more recognized. And having a place like this is amazing. And we need more of them, for sure. That's it for me. Right. I'm trying to hold off of doing a Staten Island accent. Please. Okay, now we got to end. We, 
No, no, this, no, the sec. No, okay. Oh my god, what are you talking about? Okay, um. Donna, look at the train. That was honestly, it was just such a fun experience. I thought so too. And all that talk about queer history made us start thinking about where our own queerness began. So we decided to talk to the person who turned us onto the history archives about if we had an archive, which we could, what would be in it? now here with Teo, uh, who has the cutest last name in the entire world, Bugby. Could that last name be any cuter? Bugby. I mean, I think Lonning is pretty adorable, but <laughs> okay, that's fine. It means lake in Norwegian, so what the fuck does Busby mean? Bugsby? <laughs> Bugsby. Bugby. <laughs> Bugby. You know, I actually found out recently that it's, so I, fr- I think it's like Welsh or Scottish, one of the Britons and um white it's yeah 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 but it's the people of the bog like the swamp people <laughs> like a lake <laughs> like, like, like Shrek and Bugsby that fucking oh. goes together except yours are the people of the you guys are much like lower yeah the totem pole than we are. Uh, yeah at least the in terms of the, of the lakes <laughs> yeah like bog is pretty <laughs> I I really like how you very welly as a great comedian brought that back to your original joke when i just went for shrek so like <laughs> you were like oh lake i just said that i was like but like shrek oh um, in a relationship and- with you I was hoping that we'd never, ever reference Shrek on this podcast, and we just <laughs> fucking did it. So, Oh, wow. Really good job. <laughs> Letting Garrett down one podcast at a time. Teo, would you like to introduce yourself? Absolutely. I'm Teo Bugby. I am a writer and also a union organizer for writers. And I had been a part of the podcast Lady Problems with MTV News, and I'm happy to be here today. When we talked about creating episode concepts for Queer York City, one of the first things I thought about was when you told me that you worked with the Herstory Archives. Alex shot a video and you wrote for them on behalf of the Dyke March or who? I, I didn't write for them. Um, it's sort of a funny situation because I, at the time, was still working at MTV News and at the time was trying to do research and record for a podcast that was supposed to be about ACT UP, which is the, just in case anybody doesn't know, the AIDS activism group from the early 90s um, that's super influential in terms of like radical activism. And so like in the process of doing that, I was trying to find any kinds of records that I could, especially audio records actually, and wound up going to the Herstory archives in the course of that research. And yeah, just got to know the people who work there and the people who are part of that community a little better. And they asked myself and our audio engineer, Alex, to come back to um, help out with like a a Dyke March history video that they wanted to do. So you said you like went in through the archives, you talked about like pamphlets and stuff. What else did you find that you thought was interesting? I mean, they're fascinating because they take anything that anybody wants to give. And so there's, I mean, anything from playing cards that are lesbian fetish playing cards to like a collection of really cool paperback like lesbian novels from like the 50s and 60s. I just want to like be clear like as we're talking about stuff I I don't know what time. I'm not great with like queer history. 
to be fair, you have like that really good excuse of being like, I'm from Iowa. I don't being from LA coming out so early being able to access all this information for such a long time and I still didn't know who Audrey Lord was so like I'm in the same place I don't read I'm illiterate I <laughs> don't I'm just like not um I'm barely a passable human being so any form of intellectual conversation beyond Shrek is like really it's tough I love the idea of like you can make your own box so what would you put in your box it would be 10 K-pop albums. Yeah. <laughs> like, what would you, but like, what All would you actually put in your, that's what would be in my box. Um, yeah. So what's in the box? Mm, I would have to like print out a lot of text messages. Yeah. I would do, definitely like try to figure out a way to like make the digital physical. Like Maybe like, I don't know. I don't have any particularly gay emails, but I'm sure I could find something. I do have to say every time I break up with someone like a girlfriend if there was like something super gay mostly like gushy love thing i will snapshot it and i either print them out or do put them on a usb and i keep a box for each significant other okay sorry that got wild very fast (laughs) i was gonna be like i was going to be like i've also done that you know like screenshot the like when you're like oh my god that's such a sweet text but the fact that you put it in everyone has a separate box, do the boxes still... Not all still of them like, are printed. I, that wasn't like my thing. It was the fact that you have a separate box. So I guess you're already... You already have you your archive. You are the lesbian history archive. <laughs> yeah. We I already have AB your James. own. <laughs> I do. I have my own. Yeah. I Each each um, person I've dated, and Alex and I have a box too. It's just like, while I was dating them, I've collected memories <laughs> when we were together. Like, What's in like, Alex's box? So many. So there's like, from like one of the, our first dates, we took like a photo booth, you know, like the strip, the photo booth strip. There are like... Um, receipts from like the first time I like bought her coffee and like I I write down on the back what each thing is um I'm I have crying like right now I'm not actually crying so cute. But, like, <laughs> do you want to see it no. yeah Wait, what? don't go get the box the okay. box is here yeah it's the right box there. has been here this whole time yeah. and I haven't known hold on hold wait on. so you okay, knew about is, it do you have a box for AB no, you do. No, uh, no she doesn't have a box. <laughs> no, sometimes Alex will give me things that I put in the box though, as well. Like I'm all about memory boxes and stuff, which is why I was so pumped about the lesbian archive thing. Because I was like, oh man, like I do. I'm really good at like archiving like every relationship I've had. But it's not like I do it like post relationship. It's like while it's happening. And then but I'll you like, don't do- get rid of them. No, I don't get rid of things. You don't get rid of them. No. And oh then I write my. on the back what each thing is because I know I'll forget if I don't. When you're old, you're going to love that you did this. Yeah. You're going to be like the most well-equipped old person. Like you're going to have Alzheimer's for years and no one's going to know. Okay. I just want to hear about your box. Like what would your box be in the your, Yeah. Archives? Would you do boxes? Like would you do a big box that then you put all of your little boxes into? Or would you have a special like AB only box independent of your exes? Yeah. See, that's my thing. I wouldn't put all the little boxes in one thing. Like I would have done a more generalized thing. I feel like with queer culture a lot it's easy to get attached to things or like you're like very loyal fandom and things like that and I feel like those were some of the things that really helped shape me as a gay person so like yeah like definitely like a shot at love with Tila Tequila DVD I season one Tila Tequila that yeah, I don't was get like, it 
Like, se- like, are you talking about like <laughs> sexually or as like a viewing experience? Oh, both. Yeah, I don't know. it was just the first time I ever saw two girls kiss, and yeah. I was just like, well, I feel that feelings. was the first time I knew bisexuality was a thing, yeah. and also like, listen. I was a freaky deek long before I realized I was queer. And, like, as someone who's been watching porn every single week since they were 10 years old, um, seriously. Swag and ballsy. Seeing, <laughs> <laughs> seeing Shot of Love with Tila Tequila on VH1, and I was able to just, like, watch it without my parents, like, saying anything and also like watching porn in a household when there's a desktop computer man i was stealthy as fuck <laughs> yeah I that big, it wasn't stressful. actually stealthy i'd like have a comforter over my head and the computer <laughs> and then when someone would come down they'd be like daryl what are you doing i'd be like what what the fuck do you want i'd like by the time they get down i can exit out of it i don't think that i watched porn until i was an adult like i think i read porn when I was younger, that but like, of course so you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, I also it was, like, ready. but it's like the shared computer thing where it's like, even if, yeah, I would be terrified. Like, what am I going to do? Well, I mean, like, I fully respect masturbating in your living room, but I would have been, too I didn't masturbate about it. at that time. Mm. I didn't start masturbating until research. I was in. It wasn't even research. I was just kind of like, I remember I just like one day I was just like, just I like wonder what it looked like. The tinglies. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the tinglies. When I like, I searched up on YouTube, two girls kissing and just like had a heyday for about a year. I would only go on YouTube and search up two girls kissing and then clear my internet history. Wait, does that count as porn? Then no, I was watching well, no, porn. But I mean like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. Here's what happened. I, and then a year later, I was like, wait, if. I, like, saw somewhere, like, lesbian sex. I was like, lesbians can have sex? And then I went on to cliphunter.com. That's cliphunter.com. They sponsor. We're sponsored. By, we are sponsored. <laughs> it's a really shitty website. But I, like, searched up two lesbians having sex. Cliphunter was, like, the 10th option. And I clicked on it and was like, holy shit. And then just like took my pillow pet and just like humped it. Like, no and then I like threw away the pillow pet. And, like, it was a moose and I like could not look at it anymore. You should find the moose and put it in your box. Yeah. It's not. I swear I burned it. Like as a kid, just like wow. office space, just like brought it out into a field and just slow motion, like destroyed it with a bat. The one of the first things that Garrett, Garrett and I bonded over was watching a shot at love with Tila Tequila and humping a pillow. I was yeah. gonna say I knew that was your technique too. Yes, <laughs> humping a pillow. I'm very Do most open. Girls not hump pillows. What I would say is that for me, I like didn't know anybody else who was queer growing up and knew that I was, and so like my way of connecting to community was like trying to find any example whatsoever through anything that existed in any other way so like yeah tv shows movies but then i did also get really into like the history of queerness and like old dead queer people (laughs) you know like i was like pretty unfortunately i'm literate and so i I read (laughs) it's really hard um yeah unfortunately i can read so i did do some some reading i was like kind of into like adrian rich and i didn't i don't think that i got into audrey lord until i was in college but yeah i was like pretty into looking for especially like old old times you know what i mean like like pre modern era just because there's like the idea that like 
I don't know that this is somehow like a, a fluke in time and then like the the history of lesbians will close mm-hmm. <laughs> and then everybody will just go back to like sucking dick which no offense you can be a lesbian and still suck dick that's awesome but like Damn. you know what i'm saying put that shit on a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> well that's why i like movies movies are super fucking gay everybody yeah. was gay like movies i'm gonna like lay it on the line are the gayest art form because all of the people who like were the pioneers of films were like like literally like died giving roadhead <laughs> well i don't know why we can't like talk about like some of my like oh. lesbian films we were waiting we were waiting any, it's any time any time uh stepmother and stepdaughter fuck until she turns straight <laughs> let's see nina hartley who's my fucking girl nina hartley uh let's see there's a slew of stepdaughter ones nina hartley <laughs> wait, wait, fuck wait, wait, stepdaughter wait. with let's... strap on nina hartley goes down on girl until she squirts but like they in the titles they like have to put as many like buzzwords as possible so it'd be like girl comes in pants all over come shot cream pie uh squirts all over to stepmother wait can i ask what about the stepmother stepdaughter fantasy was the thing that really got you no 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 i really i don't know know. you want to know what movie like i realized that i was queer you want to know what movie yes sky high Whoa! <laughs> what? We just watched that movie again hey, last oh week. We went to. <laughs> Did you want to fuck Gwen? Yeah, I mean, like, who fucking didn't want to fuck Gwen? Who's Gwen? who in that movie? Okay, so Gwen is like, is she the one with the plants or the another no, one? No, why the no, fuck no. would I want to fuck her? <laughs> who would want to fuck her? <laughs> I don't know. That's the uh, only one I remember. No, I remember the, the boy and his the, the one who ends up being evil. The yes, like, she's so hot. The student body. She like class president. Okay. I don't know, oh, you fine. guys. Yeah, she's in Scott she Pilgrim is. versus Which, who is she? Okay, okay, we're back on the ground that I remember. Who, who is she in Scott Pilgrim? She is a girl. She's no, no. That's yes, Mary. She was, is. That's Mary Me Elizabeth it. Winstead. No, it's it's no. That's literally her. We. It's that's Mary we Elizabeth Winstead. It. Yes. No, babe, it's the same thing to remember. That's how we started watching Sky High. We were watching Scott Pilgrim. And I was like, oh, this girl's so pretty. Why hasn't she been in anything else? Like, she looks so familiar. Oh, my God. oh she's in like a bunch of Mary like, Elizabeth Winstead. It is. Wow. It is. So Mary I, Elizabeth okay. Winstead okay. really I like, was wrong. got your gooch. It is. I was wrong. Gwen but Grayson. Can I just say? Can I just oh, say? Oh, she's such a babe. I would not fuck her in scott pilgrim versus the world but in sky high i don't she is like a brunette with a fucking plan and honestly in my book oh, she's the and fucking that hero top. jesus she wears she this, like, like pink halter top with this matching like pink plaid miniskirt yes okay so what would you so yours would be sky high your porns and the only lesbian book i've ever read yes. any on my mind which is about two lesbians that's what i was about to say it was City. like you, so you make a joke too that you're illiterate but like you have read a whole book once <laughs> <laughs> no. i actually really dislike lesbian porn like i don't find it sexy i have an issue <sighs> I just like can't I can't the plot lines and stuff it stresses me out okay well I'm like, fuck you guys it's really beautiful to me so. yes no it can be beautiful to you but I it's feel the my same art, way so. no 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 I really respect it and I like wish that I could get turned on watching lesbian porn but I think part of it is just like having like 
the same kind of body as the people that I'm watching, I'm like, mm, that wouldn't work for me. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Where it's yeah. like, nope, that would be an absolute zero in this this carcass. So you don't watch amateur? No, I've watched amateur. Amateur is definitely, <laughs> definitely better. Amateur is definitely better. Yeah, I, I actually say, really like, I, I think lesbian amateur porn is a really fun aspect of like Pornhub. Pornhub's a great website. I would endorse Pornhub as the best, the only porn website. Yeah, you I like use. Pornhub too. They have a good Twitter account. <laughs> they they are a good like porn. Any other porn this episode is sponsored. Do you remember by. when they cleaned? I fucking wish yeah. Pornhub's great. Do you remember when they cleaned the streets for that one town? Well, no. that's something that happened. They just like that's, bought a bunch of like snowmobiles uh, to like clean Pornhub. the stuff. Yeah, they're really great. We were talking about amateur porn. Yeah, they do a lot with amateur porn on Pornhub. And I think they do, like, you can follow, it's so funny, you can follow, like, couples yeah, yeah, yeah. through, and it's so fucking funny, because it's, like, these couples who are, like, you almost, like, start, like, developing, like, backstories for them, because they don't do the shitty thing where they, like, are, like, hi, oh my god, I dropped me thing, can you pick up me thing? Like, they don't. <laughs> or in your case, stepmom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's those always start off with just being like, Dad's so mad at me. And she's like, You know your father, he he never wants us to be together. This is like <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your podcast should just be you acting out porns. You're yeah. so right. Um I'm gonna go be so so you handle that. <laughs> Seen the one about the lemons where it's like there's a bitch over there taking all and then it's like this naked girl runs over to the tree just like takes all these lemons have you not seen no i've never seen it i think it's like the lemon whore or something like that like i hate it when the whores take our lemons it's really funny but anyway with the amateur like couples it's like especially with like the lesbian ones there is like sensitive sides to them and like to like do porn these couples go at it for so for so long long yeah. like i don't think i've like maybe they're broken up now but i rarely ever and i've been deep so i'd rarely ever see them when they're with a different person they're usually with that like one person Aww. i know and usually the titles are like real lesbian sex don't say it's stupid it's cute <laughs> <laughs> I wish I made that up. That no, no, no. A that's one hundred percent what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like in like, like little asterisks, <laughs> consenting. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yeah. There's oh this god. one couple that I like avidly follow. I cannot remember their names, but like they are constantly like one video they went too far in and they used hot wax and you could just tell that they were like. We fucked this one up. <laughs> like we, we fucked it up. <laughs> but I digress. Wow. Okay. So Sorry. your copious knowledge of porn would be in your box. Yeah. Would that just take up your entire box? Really? No, it'd just be URLs. Yeah. www.pornhub.com backslash girl teaches girl to with big boobs to squirt. <laughs> incredible <laughs> ebony teen it's always ebony ebony teen teaches redhead girl with big boobs i'm pulling these like these are direct quotes but anyway wow okay so back to your box well, my give box, me a my full box. give me a full 
box. Um, okay, so... I don't know. I mean, like, the K-pop albums thing is real because I'm definitely into that in a lesbian way, and I just feel like it should be documented. What is it about K-pop? And when? how old were you when you got into K-pop, though? This year. It's okay. me this year okay. being like, fuck, this is totally my shit. I'm into sort of pop culture writ large in the sense that it's like mass consumed and so you get like a snapshot of what a general populace is looking at korea isn't an especially um like they're becoming more liberal with regards to sexuality but like that's been extremely recent and it's happening really really fast and so like if you get into k-pop part of the thing that's fascinating about k-pop is like watching queer sexuality go from being sort of like a subterranean is this what i'm watching to like oh no shit that's definitely what i'm watching bitch like it's so gay and like also i think there's something that really speaks to me as somebody who used to be closeted to like enter a pop discourse where like sexuality isn't directly spoken about so like I don't know. There's something like psychologically appealing about being in a world where like a woman is like trying to appeal to a female audience, but like no one's saying that it's because like everyone thinks she's hot and want, wants to make out with her. You know what I mean? There's like levels of like hiddenness and um, masking and like just play with regards to how people present. And I think that's cool. I think that's so cool. Um, so that would be in my box. I would definitely have some K-pop in my box. Uh, then what else? At different points, because I'm a writer, at different points in various crushes that I've had, I've like done writing and that's all very embarrassing. (laughs) It's all super embarrassing, but I would totally put it in a box or like, like, yeah, the correspondences of like, trying to navigate those relationships as they're happening like that's also really fun and would totally put that in a box i also think like as a queer person like just keeping a document of your regular life is cool Mm -hmm. like i would put like my writing in there you know like i would put like the first time i signed a union card in there you know like there are like aspects of the life that i've lived that are gay just because i've lived them (laughs) and i would like part that would be part of the interest in documenting it yeah, like I know in talking to like some of the people that ran it, they have they've had like bo- they have boxes that aren't necessarily public cuz you can choose whether your box is public or private. But they have boxes that are like from like nuns, like lesbian nuns who like left their archives with the lesbian history archives or like lesbian truckers, you know what I mean? Like and the idea of just like the bric-a-brac and like the accumulated material like the the things that like fill your day-to-day like fill your house fill your you know your bedroom like just tossing that into a box is cool you know like like a little time capsule they also have one that's um lesbian prisoners and like their letters of discourse with like people outside of jail and i wanted to see that one so badly but it wasn't available heart I have to go back. I don't know why yeah. I like went into it not thinking it was just literally gonna be like fucking archives, but apparently like I was stupid and it's just like oh yeah, I'll just like walk in and just like walk around like a museum. Like, no, you have to go to the work of finding the like filing cabinet and just like diving in. Also, like, we should have known just down to the dates that they are open. Which is like never and like their website's like, please let us know very, 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 very much in advance. (laughs) So like obviously there was a lot of digging that we should have done. 
beforehand. Yeah, and it's also like you know, it's tiny and there's people always around, and so you're yeah, just it was like, crowded. Anywhere you walk into, it's like people are just like going through archives. So you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, I guess I need to go in another room. Wait, because- it was crowded when you guys were there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. I've only been when it's like pretty empty. I just really quickly, if we can, and we maybe cut it out. I just want to go around and name like three to five things that would be in your box uninterrupted. For sure, everyone's gonna go around three to five things that you definitely put in your special collection starting with Teo. Okay, so K-pop albums. Um, the photos of Winona Ryder that I took to my hairdresser when I first cut off all of my hair. Awesome. <laughs> so fucking good. Like the gayest of my notebooks, which means like the one that's like too fancy that I like put under my bed and only write personal things in. Um, and... The unfinished letter that I started writing to, like, my queer art hero, Todd Haynes, also known as the director of the motion picture film, Carol. (laughs) Oh, Carol. Those are your Those are my three. Yeah, that's going to be my three. That was really good. All right, Gara, your turn. No, you got to go. I still got to think. My things, like I said, um, Shot at Love with Tequila season one. I feel like I would at least put a list of other tv shows so south of nowhere would definitely be on it and like the like three episodes of the oc season two with olivia wilde so maybe i'd have those in there um i would definitely have um the episode i was on of put your hands together that was like the biggest milestone for me not just career-wise but like queer-wise like that for me was like career-wise yeah (laughs) career-wise because it was like you know my two favorite queer comedians of all time plus like what I do and so like being able to mesh that that was super fucking amazing so I definitely would want to keep that documented and then I think I would keep probably like uh, I would probably keep like maybe like three love letters I've had from my past three girlfriends and that would be yeah, including my current you love letters. That's Alex? weird because I never wrote any love letters. <laughs> I thought you were illiterate. <laughs> I guess to be fair, <laughs> you fucking bitch. <laughs> okay, Gara, your turn. Great. Um. Okay, mine would be uh, seasons one through three of Glee. Because anything after season three doesn't fucking exist in my book, okay? Both A.B. and I moved away from the bikes. <laughs> <laughs> the room got so quiet. <laughs> um, I don't even fucking care. Then it'd probably be like all the lyrics to I'm not going to teach her how to dance with you. I don't know who it's by, but I listened to that song. I like blasted it in my car with some cross-country friends and they were like, what the fuck? Are they saying her? And then probably would be my short, short Forever 21 jean short cutoffs that the first girl who I ever hooked up with told me that I looked really fucking hot in. And uh, the rest is just uh, porn URLs. So Wait, I thought of another thing that I would want to add to my box. Yeah, so did I. My Hawaiian shirt collection. Oh, yeah, you definitely need that. That's very important about you. I would definitely put my Hawaiian shirts in my box. Maybe not my best one, but my second best one that I did have sex in. I totally forgot to, yeah, like music front. I would definitely say um, probably one of the Tegan and Sarah albums and definitely a Fiona Apple album would also be incredible. Incredible. Hands down. Um, I was going to say also the I would 
put a projector in my box so that the future could see the video for Sierra's ride. Oh awesome. my god. Yes. Sick. So future me could look back and be like, huh, yeah. Wow. So hot. That's amazing. Okay. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here, Teo. You're wonderful. Plugs. What would you like to plug? If you are in reality TV and you need to start a union or are interested in starting a union, you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> and that's TMI Bugby at TMI Bugby. Bugby is spelled B U G B E E, like a bug and a bee. Yes, and it's so cute. <laughs> Fine, oh, they're just the so bog much. people. It's <laughs> true. We're the people of the bog. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and that's the end. listening to Queer York City. A special thank you to our guest, Teo Bugby. You can find her on Instagram at Teo Bugby, T-E-O-B-U-G-B-E-E. Our music is by Girlwood, that is G-R-L-W-O-O-D. And guys, check them out. They're fucking sick, and you can find them on any music streaming service. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Queer York City.